Welcome to the Odd Dad Out Podcast, where normal is not my specialty. I am your host, the <clears throat> perpetually congested Adam Higgins, the Odd Dad Out. You can find me at odddadoutpodcast.com and at Odd Dad Out in all the social places. And this is the show where I ramble and rant and empty out my brain for your listening pleasure and make fun of some weird shit from the news. And, and just have a good old time being a dumbass. <laughs> I think that's what the show has become. Just me being a dumbass late at night. That's that's what it is. I'd, I'd call it, you know, odd dad after dark, but that would, you know, have implications. <laughs> I, I, I was going to, you know, go into a, a bit about, you know, sexy time voices and stuff, but I, I just I don't have it in me right now. You got to be in the mood to do shit like that. You can't just do that. <laughs> Maybe you can. I can't. Maybe because I'm in like silly mode and I can't go from silly mode and I'm going to be a goofball and dumbass to, you know, Barry Whiting it and shit. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I've been told I have a, a, a deep voice by normal standards. I've always been told I have a, a deeper voice. I don't know that i guess but yeah i i don't have a that deep voice <laughs> again i i personally don't think i have a that deep of a voice at all but <clears throat> again sorry perpetually congested and it's just too much work to get them all out today uh, how are you doing oh well, i can't breathe anybody else feel that uh, i need like i really need to get to my doctor and get an inhaler or something because yeah, I'm I'm like suddenly feeling just a uh, heavy chest right now. But aside from me dying, um how you doing? <laughs> it's yeah. That's a new feeling. Sorry. That's just, that's just kind of threw me off. I wasn't expecting that. And you know, impromptuness and and all of that jazz of this show and yeah. All things considered, I almost run this if I had you know, music and commercial breaks. Okay, I don't do the breaks like I used to with other with ads for other podcasts. And mostly it's because most of what I have is really outdated. I don't have a lot of current stuff because a lot of podcasters don't make promos anymore. And I will say I'm a lot more, I'm, I'm not as connected to everybody as I used to was. But that's a whole other thing. Ah, yeah, how you doing? It's, it's, it's been a week. <laughs> Uh, I'm just, I'm tired. I'm, I'm just, I'm tired right now. I think it's just my, my schedule this week. We've had a lot of stuff going on. And so I haven't been getting a lot of sleep. Not that I ever get a lot of sleep, but I haven't been getting my normal level of not sleeping. You know, instead of maybe four hours, I'm getting maybe three hours. And it's just a lot of, you know, later nights for work. And we're doing, I don't remember if I mentioned, we're doing, summer school for the boys just kind of as a help to deal with you know the the hell that was uh distance learning and just how behind they kind of got because of that whole thing and so we went ahead and signed them up and we I, we, we kind of feel bad because 
when we signed them up for it, we thought this was they they done in the past. The school offered like a summer camp thing where it was basically like they'd come to school and they'd do fun stuff and and you know it was it was you know like school summer camp type stuff where hey we're gonna play games and we're gonna um and have fun but it's all gonna be semi educational kind of stuff and nope this is summer school this is you know three hours a day three days a week the three hours eight to eleven yeah three hours <laughs> sorry I can't do math or tell time it's too late but yeah it it turns out no this is like summer school they they show up in the morning and they go to class and <laughs> they they were not happy about that and we totally sold them on it as if it was going to be the summer school stuff or the summer camp type stuff that they'd done in the past where it's like oh yeah it's going to be fun we're going to play games and we're going to you know just a big recess day nope <laughs> that, that is not what they've got and so they they've been a little miffed but at the same time, we're like, well, they kind of need it because really just on account of the distance learning system and all that crap that happened, they really were way behind at the end of the year and they kind of needed the extra time. So, yeah, we're like as, as much as, yeah, we, you know, kind of wish for y'all's sake that y'all could be there having fun and playing games and learning Foursquare or, or uh, volleyball or What's the other one where the ball's on a stick? I'm suddenly blanking it. Um, <laughs> it's been too long since I've been in school. I can't remember these games. I don't know. Um, but uh, <laughs> now it's going to drive me nuts. What is the game where you've got, it's basically a volleyball tie uh, on a string and it's tied to the top of a pole and you've got to like beat the ball around until it like wraps around the pole i'm blanking the name somebody please tell me because it's it's gonna drive me nuts <laughs> it's just gonna and i'm sure you're screaming at your phone or whatever right now please tag me on twitter or or hit me up on instagram or facebook or or text me 516-636-7631 what's the name of that fucking game please tetherball fuck i never mind i remembered it now <laughs> Uh, I, did I mention I'm a dumbass? Uh, I remembered. And that's how my brain works. I have to just sit there and, blah, 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 and I get all the way to the end of asking you to tell me. And I'm sure you were yelling at me until I yelled it right there. Sorry if I blew your eardrums out when it finally came to me. <laughs> Sorry. But yeah. Did the, kid, did the kids still play tetherball? I don't even know. That shit was violent. Do you remember that game? Like tetherball was violent as fuck because you just beat the shit out of that ball and you didn't care if somebody was in the way you had to hit that ball as hard as you fucking could and you were gonna wrap that fucking thing around that pole and damn it if you got in the way and you just happened to get smashed in the face with a tether ball it was almost like it was the goal to beat the shit out of your opposition you know like yeah oh you know i want to win the game but i'm gonna give you a concussion if you're in the way that that was like how tetherball was played how all that shit was played back in the day <laughs> like the, there was this low level you know idea that you know when you're playing these games we're even shit like you know, we're playing soccer but the other team you had to destroy <laughs> it wasn't just you know oh we're playing a friendly game and uh, and you hit the ball back uh, 
or you kicked the ball. Ah, no, it wasn't any. It was like, yeah, some of that shit. But, you know, you're the intramural sports, you know, fucking playground, you know, recess games. And you get out there and they got the tetherball out and you're playing a game of tetherball and you beat that shit like you're fucking going at it like you're the fucking Williams sisters trying to one up each other on the court. Just imagine what Venus and Serena Williams would be like playing fucking tetherball. Everybody played like that. And that was just the thing. You gave it your all. Like you fucking wanted to, you're going to throw uh, your arm out. You're going to pull a muscle or some shit. Third grade tetherball. You're going to permanently injure yourself trying to smash the other guy in the face. <laughs> it's just, that's how we played, man. Back in the day, we just, you, you always went 110% because that's just how we all played. Even the nerdiest kid on the fucking field still gave it his all. Even he he took that tether ball to the face nine times out of ten. When he did swing, you, he swung for the fence. Even though, you know, that's not how you play tether ball. But still. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> yeah. I, I doubt the kids still play that. I've, I've never asked my boys what shit they play on the playground because they always talk, they'll, they'll talk about the the normal shit like oh we play basketball or we play soccer I'm like mm, boring <laughs> everybody plays basketball and soccer and like yeah boring <laughs> where's the violent sports you know they don't play football or anything so that's kind of it just like we live in phoenix so it's not like they're playing hockey in school and that's as far as violent sports that's kind of it <laughs> Because most of the rest of them, they're padded to shit. I mean, even in hockey, you're padded to shit. But, you know, there's an inherent accepted level of uh, violence with playing hockey, even in school. There's just a, hey, you could accidentally beat the shit out of somebody. Like, hey, I was just taking a swing at the puck or the ball if it's field hockey. And, oops, I just cracked you in the knee. My bad. Again, back in the day, we just tried to murder each other in sports. And I'm not even an athletic person. I'm not a big sports guy. I didn't participate in a lot of that shit other than when it was required for PE class or something. But you know what? I fucking gave it my all. I didn't want to be there. I didn't want to be playing football. I didn't want to be playing soccer. But you know what? If I was on the fucking team, I was going to play. I was on the team. I had to play because this is what we're doing in PE class today. Okay. I'm going to, you know, it's kickball day. I'm going to kick that ball as hard as I fucking can. You know, whatever. That was just, I, I tried my best, even though I suck at sports and I'm not athletically inclined, generally. And I've got a weird, I have a, a weird relationship with sports in that I don't want to do them. That's it. That's, that's my relationship with sports. No, um... <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I don't want to do them. I'm I'm not I'm not particularly drawn. That's a weird that's a particularly particularly weird word. Uh but I I'm not particularly attracted to sports. I'm just not. And I'll I'll say this and you can make fun of me all you want. I, I grew up watching like the only real sport. Okay, I, I didn't say I grew up watching all the sports. I grew up watching basketball because when I was a kid living in Phoenix, 
we had one sports team, the Phoenix Suns. And to this day, there is more loyalty in this town for the Phoenix Suns there is for any other team because they're the OGs. That's the team. You know, right now, the Suns are actually doing, and hopefully, I, I, I don't know, I don't follow it. I just know some of the guys that I work with have been saying, the Suns are actually doing pretty well in the NBA playoffs this year. And I know that we knocked the Lakers out in the first round, and apparently we got LeBron James to uh, walk off, you know, walk out of the games early because he was losing because LeBron's a crybaby bitch. I said it <laughs> for more than one reason, but LeBron's a crybaby bitch. Anyway, <clears throat> I, I, I'm aware that we're doing well this year, at least up to this point. I'm by me saying that, I'm sure it's going to just jinx the whole rest of the whatever the fuck. But that's that was kind of it. Like sports was it. You know, I watched basketball back when Charles Barkley was on the Suns. So that's my reference for sports. That was the only time I really followed sports. And I lived in Texas for a while. Still didn't care for sports because my dad was never a football guy. My dad was a, my dad's old. <laughs> he watched uh, racing and he watched all kinds of racing, Formula One, NASCAR, whatever, cars going fast because that's what he did when he was younger. He drove cars. So he watches racing. To this day, he watches racing of any kind. He actually will watch horse racing. He'll watch any type of we're trying to go fast to be the fastest wind thing. He'll watch sailboat racing uh, and golf, like polar opposites. We're going to watch the really fast stuff, cars going around really fast, boats going really fast, horses going really fast, and golf. The slowest fucking sport ever. These are my dad's extremes. These are the sports that I grew up exposed to. I actually grew up golfing because dad liked golf. But I don't know. Like the only other thing I watched, like the only athletic sport thing that I personally voluntarily ever watched was professional wrestling. And it's like, it's the, it's like the athleticism and the drama and the storytelling of it. And you get all wrapped up in the characters and stories and all that stuff. And, you know, you get your favorite guy and, and like, what, what are they doing and who are they feuding with and, and why and all the story and the drama and everything. And so I liked that. And, you know, I grew up in the middle of, you know, the, the Monday night wars between WWF and WCW. And it was funny because my brother and I were on opposite ends of this thing. My brother was a WCW guy. My, and I was a WWF guy. And so it was, it was really funny for us as kids. And we would roughhouse and we would wrestle. And I, on more than one occasion, power bombed my little brother through an ottoman and eventually broke the ottoman. And eventually we were not allowed to watch wrestling because I broke the ottoman. But, <laughs> you know, I, this, this is me in sports. I have this, like, I have little to no interest in traditional sports. And I don't really watch wrestling all that much anymore. Just like my lifestyle, I'm, I'm working, you know. And also because my boys are absolutely the kind that would sit there and watch wrestling and start fighting and start wrestling. And the next thing I know, my kids would be power bombing each other through their beds. And I don't need my wife yelling at me because one of the boys power bombed his brother. Although that'd be kind of funny. <laughs> uh, honestly, I don't think they, they, they don't have the stomach for it. Uh, because yeah, it's, 
it's a little, you know, when I, like I said, I was a kid and watching professional wrestling during the Attitude Era and during the Monday Night Wars, you know, it was like in the days when The Rock was a new guy. I remember watching The Rock when he first debuted and it was the craziest, you know, seeing the where he was, you know, young, spray fucking, you know, Rocky Maivia and all his blue streamers and shit coming out like Technicolor Samoan and watching the transition over the years into The Rock and all of that and and the development of that character and everything that happened and there's a lot of stuff that I witnessed and and like, you know, I and my cousins and we'd get into all this stuff and buy the WWF albums and no, uh, visiting my cousins and having sleepovers and we're sitting there laying out mattresses and wrestling and walking out to fucking theme song from the undertaker and stone cold Steve Austin and shit. That's, that's, that's yeah. <laughs> that is the extent of my, my sports life athletic of it. But yeah, <laughs> I have no clue where I was going with that. But yeah, I, I, I don't know, you know, the sports, I don't know what they do nowadays. I don't really follow the stuff. Like I said, the only reason I know anything about like what's going on with basketball is because guys I work with are more traditional sports people. <laughs> but I guess I, my, my complicated relationship with sports kind of goes into, like I said, when I was in school, we had to participate, you know, oh, this week we're, you know, for this month we're playing soccer and we're going to learn soccer and we're going to do all the things we're playing volleyball we're going to learn how to do all the things baseball football tetherball um dodgeball whatever we learned all the different games and all the different sports and all the stuff and you got to participate so i learned how to do all the games and sports and the participating in all the things so i'm actually not terrible at sports i'm not good by most gauges of of any quality, but I don't suck as much as I should for somebody who doesn't like sports. I, and I always say, like, when it comes to football, and again, I, I really don't, not particularly fond, and I keep saying that, but I, I don't care for football. And it's more of an indifference. It's not that I dislike sports. I don't hate sports. I just don't give a shit. And so I know more about sports than I probably feel like I should for somebody who doesn't give a shit. But like with football, living in Texas, you football is life. Football is religion in Texas. And people who don't live in Texas or have never lived in Texas do not understand this. There's no way to explain to non-Texans the importance of football in Texas culture. I'm just going to say me not being a football person in Texas was just unheard of. People don't understand that. But that being said, when we were playing football in PE class, I would play. I would participate. I'd half-ass my way the best I could. And so I actually possess all of the skills necessary to play football. I can do everything I need to do to successfully play football. I just don't want to. And I'm not, you know, great at it. Like I can throw a ball, I can catch a ball, I can run, I can tackle, I can, I can do the things. 
I can do all the stuff. I can kick. And my wife always gives me shit because I'm much more of a kicker. And as, as anyone who is apparently a diehard football person will say, the kicker's not part of the team. I, I'm, I'm, eh. and I, again, I don't have that internalized football culture-ness of it to, to know. I just know that her and her dad say, you know, recall instances where they require, like some teams made their kickers buy tickets to the game just so they could play. Like, no, you're not even really part of the team. If you want to play on Sunday, you got to buy a ticket and get there your damn self. Like, really? like bitch. <laughs> I'm sorry. If my, if I were on a football team and my coach told me I had to buy a ticket to be able to get there, I like, fuck you, old man. <laughs> but, you know, I'm not a sports ball person. Not a, again, I don't know the culture of football. I just don't get it. I know basically the rules. But I don't understand the culture of football. Most of what I know about football, I know from my wife. And it's funny because she knows football. She knows jack all about any other sport. (laughs) Again, native Texan. My wife doesn't know anything about any other sport, really. I know enough about every sport. And it kind of goes to my weird, like, sponge for knowledge and useless shit and 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 trivia and participating and having to learn all the things in school, but also just, you know, my uh, jackass of all trades, master of none kind of shit. And so, yeah, I can play all the sports. I don't want to. I'm capable of doing it. And I'm, I guess it, it, it helps me as a dad. And it, oddly enough, it's of all the useless skills I've ever acquired. All of them basically come into, as a dad, all of my useless bullshit suddenly becomes relevant. And it's really weird because I've never had any use for any of my sports skills. None of it. Again, I'm, I'm middling at best in, well, like everything. But like, just, just bring up the big list of my, my, my skills, my useless skills. You're not entirely useless. I can cook and clean and sew and shit and garden and all this stuff. But in the grand scheme of things, I have a very long list of skills and knowledge and abilities that in normal everyday life really don't serve much function. But as a dad, suddenly I can apply that shit. <laughs> and it's, it's kind of weird because like, All four boys are now, as of this week, all four boys are now in Taekwondo. Now, I never actually uh, studied formally any martial arts. I never uh, attended. I never took a class myself, but my little brother took a class. He was in Taekwondo for a while, and I had to, I was there, I was watching him, I I observed, I've witnessed a great many martial arts in my day. And so, you know, and I grew up in the age of the karate kid and you watched all that shit and I've seen a lot of, of martial arts movies and things of that sort. And I'm very much a sponge for knowledge and I've seen documentaries and, and things like this. And I've, I've absorbed so much of it. And maybe it just goes to my like natural sponge regurgitate parody 
like parroting like the bird uh ness ability to take something and immediately like translate it back out and repeat it that i can sit here and watch my boys and watch the instructors in my boys taekwondo class and then go home and repeat the lessons not like word for word for word but i can look at what they're doing and they're practicing forms in taekwondo or they're practicing their kicks or whatever and i can take what they're doing like oh he's practicing a, a jump front kick and i can sit there and show him how to do it i never had any application for this i've never technically done this before but i can look at it and i was like okay yep that's how we did it okay i can do it and i'm gonna do it and maybe i can't do it as well because i'm old and i'm not stretching but and that's that's that's, that's kind of sad is that like we make the boys stretch before class every every lesson every time they've got class we make them stretch before we go so they're in good physical shape and we may, we've gotten to where we're making them practice uh try and do some practice every day just to you know practice makes perfect and all that and at this point charlie could kick my head off if he were if he really tried and you know i i i get sore i'm sitting there trying to show them how to do these things i'm like yeah i can do it it's like here's how to do a jump front kick and here's your proper form and you're like hey make sure you know your kick is you know it's a one two three four and and up, out, back, down, and, and all this sort of stuff. And I can instruct my boys in proper form and in proper technique in Taekwondo, something I've never done. <laughs> Again, it's just my ability to regurgitate information. I absorb it and I can re, you know, throw it back out. And it's just kind of funny because it's the same thing with sports stuff. And like all of the crap I've absorbed over the years, I have learned to translate. And and in my role as a dad, I'm suddenly able to take this information and use it in some capacity, teaching my boys shit. Completely useless. Like I sat there and for a while we were practicing bow staff maneuvers and blocking and and all this stuff for no fucking reason. I had some bamboo sta- uh, sticks that I ordered for the garden to use as pickets for the corn. And we were using them as bow staffs and practicing drills in the backyard and teaching them blocking and all this stuff. And they were like, this, this, how the fuck am I doing this? What the, what the hell? Then it's just some shit that happens. Like, hey, we're going to practice doing this. Like, well, I know right now you're using nunchucks in class, but we don't have nunchucks. We've got these. So we're going to practice this instead. Incidentally, that is the next weapon. Their, their next weapon they're doing in class is a bow staff. So we're going to have four little boys with giant sticks for smacking each other around <laughs> soon enough. So that'll be fun. But yeah, it's it's been interesting. Like kind of coming to that realization of which really you just like witnessed it. But me coming to that realization of all of the useless crap that I've acquired and knowledge and shit that I have, you know, random sports skills and, you know, knowledge that I've acquired. And maybe it's just because I was a good student. And maybe it goes to, again, my ability to just sponge information and regurgitate it. 
if I can ever dig it out of the black hole that is my brain and my memory. Like, if you ever need an idea of how my brain works, if you've ever seen Bruce Almighty and he's going through the, the file cabinet of, of Bruce's memories, that's basically how my brain is. My brain is a giant file cabinet and all the shit's there. But damn, if it's not going to be a bitch and a half to find that right fucking file, <laughs> it's going to take you a while when I need this and I know it's here somewhere. It might be a while, much like you witnessed with me trying to remember tetherball a minute ago. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's there. The information is there. It just takes me a while before I find the right file. And so... That's why shit's so scrambled for me. Why, if you ever like really pay attention to listening to how my brain is, you can like hear my brain tinkering as I'm going through all this shit. And so, yeah, <laughs> that's how my brain functions. This is like the perfect visualization of my brain, giant file cabinet with, you know, infinity drawers and shit. And so, I'm able to pull bullshit out of my ass for trying to explain things that like I, I sit there thinking, how the fuck did I just do that? <laughs> and I realize I've, I've veered way off of sports, but how the fuck did I talk for this long about sports to begin with? But I, I have to, I have to tell this story. So we're taking the boys to school the other day. And we started talking because everybody, you know, we were listening to the radio and they were talking about vaccines and all this stuff. And we were talking about, you know, the uh, masks in school. And I was like telling the boys like, Hey, you know, it, you know, I think one of the boys forgot his mask when we were leaving. And it was like, you know, when you walk out that door, you're going to school, you have to wear your mask. So there's no reason you should have forgot it when you were, you were more upset. You were more focused on brushing your hair and making your hair look nice than remembering to grab your mask as you walked out the door when it's right there and you know you have to grab it. But, you know, we started talking about vaccines and all this stuff and talking and we got into the subject of malaria and I forget exactly how we got to malaria. And uh, Charlie was saying, oh, it comes from mosquitoes. And I was like, well, it doesn't come from mosquitoes. It's spread by mosquitoes. It's more like the mosquito bites a thing with malaria and then it goes and bites a person, and now the person has malaria. And we're quite like I was trying to explain it to him, and I came up with this weird situation. I was like, "Okay, now imagine you were eating some like shells with uh, tomato sauce. It's like you know, red pot, like shell pasta with like you know, standard whatever, like shells and marinara." For those of you really wanting the details about this sauce, so I was like, "Okay, so you're eating some red shells." And you're eating it and you're eating it with a spoon because it has shells. And then you're going to have a bowl of ice cream. And you have to use the same spoon without cleaning it. That's how malaria is spread. <laughs> it's like the sauce is the malaria. The spoon is the mosquito. And now it's like, congratulations, you've just given malaria to your ice cream. And <laughs> I was like, in a really crude way. Yes, this is how malaria is spread. And it's a really weird, but suddenly the boys all got it. And it was really funny. This, this realization of all the boys understanding how, again, don't know how we got to malaria. I really don't remember. 
but how malaria was spread via this, you know, pasta spoon ice cream metaphor that just worked. <laughs> it was just a really weird thing that happened. I'm like, I'm impressed with myself for coming up with this. Also, how the fuck did I come up with this? And so, yeah, it was funny. But yeah, malaria vaccines and and tomato sauce ice cream. <laughs> fun my brain is fun i don't know i I, did i mention i was gonna be silly and stupid tonight uh i don't like you know what i have news ready i have some news to talk about but i don't know if i want to get there because i'm so all over the place already i'm just like i've talked about sports how the fuck did i do that i talked about sports (laughs) what if i get a tell this a tale of sports and malaria what the fuck uh, this week, Adam talked about sports and malaria. Good luck figuring out how we did that. <laughs> but yeah, I, I just, my brain is a vast wasteland of giant file cabinets full of bullshit that I will randomly pull out of wherever. And so suddenly I can teach Taekwondo and, and, and teach you know, germ theory and teach about vaccines via, you know, dirty spoon ice cream and just weird shit. Like the things that like you don't think about things and let's get on a more, you know, let's take this whole big cluster fuck up, whatever the hell my brain just did for the last half hour. And let's take all of this sports shit and this malaria metaphor thing. All of this is just a product of all the bullshit I acquired as a kid and everything I learned in my lifetime. All the things that in life you just think this is just shit that you're just, you know, you file it away in the the bowels, you know, cobweb infested bowels of your brain. There's no logical reason to think you'll ever need this information. It's not practical. It's not useful. It's just shit, you know, it's, it's things that just, it's just filed away, throw it, like, throw it in the back, you know, just, you're not even properly filing it. You're just chucking that shit on, you're throwing that stuff on the desk and letting it pile up. That's where my brain is. But somehow, as a parent, you just randomly find the bullshit on that file cabinet, you know, that file desk mess that you have. To impart wisdom from fucking nowhere. (laughs) You know, it's this weird thing that as a parent you do that you recall back to things that you never thought would have any bearing on reality or life or anything ever. This is the shit they they never, you know, when they, they talk about being a parent and the things you learn and the things to know as a parent. And they're like, oh, you know, you gotta, they teach you the shit about babies. That's basically all you ever learn. They teach you about changing if, if they teach you about changing diapers and feeding and burping babies. That's the extent of what, when it comes to being a parent, that's, they stop at teaching babies. You ever realize that when it comes to what they teach you about how to be a parent, it stops at baby. They teach you how to keep this completely useless, you know, completely helpless lump of human alive 
until a point where they're at least marginally self-sufficient. Until the point when, like, basically once you get to potty training and maybe up to kindergarten, you get to potty training and learning to read. And from there on out, they don't tell you shit. There is no knowledge imparted to you until your kid is an asshole teenager. And that's when your parents come in and say, ha ha, you were an asshole teenager too. <laughs> and that's where they start rubbing in that, uh, you know, that old, I hope you have kids that are just like you kind of shit. You know, that's where that stuff starts turning around. Then you find out and realize how much of an asshole teenager you were. But for some reason, you know you were, but you can't remember how you did any of that shit. And so you now have to deal with a kid who's just as much of an asshole teenager as you were with none of the recollection of what you were like so that you can deal with it and help them through it. You're just dealing with an asshole teenager. There's nothing in the middle. <laughs> you go from potty training, maybe learning to read to asshole teenager where you want to kick your kid out of the house because they're just an asshole teenager. They're, they don't teach you any of that. And again, they don't teach you the asshole teenager. They just say it's there. That's isn't that about a bitch? Like, there's nothing. And yes, of course, there's never really anything that they can prepare you for for being a parent or any of that. But it's really funny to hit the mic. But it's really funny to think about that. Like when you really step back and look at what the the you know, yeah, again, the old you know, it's kind of a trope of there's nothing that can prepare you for parenthood and nothing that can prepare you for raising a child. Nope. But you know what? If you're another parent, you could be, you know, coaching along. You could be like, oh yeah, man, it's like this and this. Like, nope, there's nothing. There's nothing. And again, every kid is different. And your per, you know, your mileage may vary with your kids. Kid to kid to kid to kid is different. But there's generally, you know, like you do, you never know what bullshit from your life experience you're suddenly going to turn into how to deal with a kid and how to suddenly make a lesson out of malaria. <laughs> Where the fuck did I get that? Somewhere in the vast wasteland, the void that is my brain and my 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 recollective ability of something I've encountered in my life, I was able to make a metaphor out of pasta shells and ice cream to explain the spread of malaria by mosquitoes. Fuck. <laughs> that is something that no book ever, no parent anything, could ever explain something you would magically be able to do as a parent. Again, they teach you changing diapers, feeding, you know, burping, doctor visits, vaccinations, you know, teaching them to walk, teaching them, you know, potty training them. That is where they teach you. And then they stop and just throw you to the wolves and just say, okay, don't kill the fucking thing. <laughs> that's it. That's how they teach. That's, that's how you raise kids. And they like to think about it. Really think about it. That's just, that's just fucking it. <laughs> You are, you're on your own to figure out how you are going to keep this little creature alive 
up until the point where they become an asshole teenager and want to leave. Yeah. And you've got to suddenly, like, teach them shit. And you don't know how to teach people shit. And you don't know how to teach them how to live. You've got to teach this thing how to live. How the fuck are you going to do that? You don't even know how you survived this long. I don't know how. It's like, I've said this before. I'm a giant toddler. I don't, I like have to stop and like mentally remember and like consciously remember. Oh yeah, I'm an adult. How the fuck am I an adult? I'm, huh? I'm an adult. I am married. I've been married for over a decade. I have middle school, a, a middle school age child. I have four school-aged children. One of them is in middle school. What? I'm, no, I'm not, I'm a fucking toddler. Like, how the fuck, I am a Toys R Us kid. I am not an adult. What, what the fuck is this shit? And like mentally have to remind myself, oh yeah, I'm a grown-ass adult who's done some bullshit in my life and I have all this life experience and I have to impart shit to my kids and teach them how to live. I don't do, I, again, I forget that I'm an adult. How am I an adult? I'm a parent. I have to like consciously remind myself sometimes, oh yeah, you're an adult. You're not, you know, a, like, did, did your brain, I don't know about you, <clears throat> but when you got into your 20s, did your brain just kind of stop counting your age? Because I literally, and it's, and it, it can go back to fuck like episode 90. I shit, it may have even been like episode nine. I don't even remember time. And I did an entire show talking about the, like how time is so like the relativity of time. And I realized it seemed, it, this sounds real. it sounds a lot heavier than it was, but like I literally said my brother was 19 for three years. I just like blew past that he had been in his twenties for a few years before I was like, wait, shit, no, he's 22. What the fuck am I saying? I'm still like, I could not let my brother suddenly be in his twenties. He's my kid. He's my little brother. He's my kid brother. He's 19. He's still 19. He's still 19. He's still 19. Like, oh fuck, he's 22. He could drink if he wanted to. And in my head, no, he's still 19. I was like, wait, no, I'm like 25. He's gotta be just like, shit. <laughs> like, did your brain just, did your brain do that too? Were you just like, your brain's like, yeah, you're aging and shit, but like you stopped counting in your head. You're just like, every day is just another day and then shit happens and you just don't register that, you know, time is a thing. And I realize that you forget, you know, time passes, but you're just like ignoring that time passes, basically, you know, like, yeah, you're older. Time passes and, you know, and, and yeah, you're older and oh, yeah, now you're married and have kids and more kids and more kids and more kids. And suddenly you're 36 years old and you've been married for 12 years and you have four kids and you're 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 not an adult parent person. And you just look and be like, wait the fuck, I'm, st huh? How did I have, how did I get here? You just cannot recall 
you cannot like think back and remember where did the time go? <laughs> uh, where did the time go? Where did this subject matter of this episode go? <laughs> oh, what the fuck did I just do? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I tried to bring it around to some sort of relevant parenting thing and just, we, we just took a header straight into the void of brain fog, didn't we? But yeah, you know, it's, it's, is that, is, is this weird? And I realized probably my explanation for all of this shit existentially time, whatever the fuck thing that we just discussed say disgust that I just bled out into the world. <laughs> but like, does, is this weird to you? Or are you just like, oh no, man, me too. Or am I just like a lunatic? <laughs> am I crazy? Okay. I'm crazy. But is, is it just me or does it just seem like you got to a certain point and then you just kind of stopped? Like, the world kept going, you kept getting older, and all the things kept happening, but you just stopped, like, acknowledging it, and just, like, you stopped consciously being aware. It's like, you get out of high school, basically. You get out of school. You know, you get out of high school, you get out of college, whatever, when you're not going to school every day, and you're going to work every day, and then time just kind of blurs away, and you just, you just, yeah, and just everything just becomes a big blah, and even... As a parent, you're still like, every day is just another day. And you look up and you've got a middle schooler and you've got a, you know, your, your youngest is going into first grade and your, your oldest is in middle school. And you're like, how the hell did I get here? <laughs> I don't remember being doing, I don't remember doing this for this long, but apparently I have been. <laughs> or is it just me? Is it just me who just blanked out the last decade of my life and now I'm, I'm a, a like full on adult? <laughs> anybody, anybody else? Uh, existential crisis mode. Ah. No, I'm not having an existential crisis, but it's one of those things when you start thinking about shit a little too much, then you start thinking about shit a little too much. Ah. <laughs> uh, I'm not going to do the news because, well, I've already been going on for 45 minutes and I've just scrambled your brain. But yeah, sports, malaria, existential crisis. <laughs> All right, I'm getting out of here. I'm sorry for if I just broke your brain or, you know, made you consider mine being broken. Please don't call the authorities on my brain. I'm sure I'm functional enough. <laughs> I'm no more sane now than I was the last time you listened to me. I don't know if that's supposed to be comforting or not, but you can find me at Odd Dad Out on other social media places and at odddadoutpodcast.com. Subscribe to the show on your podcast listening service thingy follow subscribe all things you know so you get all the show and and listen to the back episodes and i'm fumbling through the thing because i'm trying to do like the appropriate stuff and say oh you need to subscribe to the show and follow me and all the things I'm like 
you're listening to a podcast, you know how to do this, okay? You know how to find me. I'm an odd dad out on all this stuff. I say that at the beginning of the show. Go to the website. Uh, buy a shirt if you want to. You know, tell the the one thing. If I could say anything, tell a friend about the show. Or even if you're going to say, man, this dude had like some weird, I don't know if he had a stroke or something and just like his brain just exploded on, on air. But yeah, <laughs> tell about that weird of the fuck I just did. But thank you. I'm out of here because I think I did all the spiel. Odd Dad Out. OddDadOutPodcast.com Do the stuff. Hit me up. Sorry if I broke your brain. <laughs> uh, and good night. <laughs> <laughs>